everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in to this live broadcast. It's been a little bit since I've gone live, so I just wanted to give you some updates, see how you're doing. Uh, we'll probably use this for the podcast today, too, because it's kind of a busy day. Um, yesterday, I got this weird notification from Facebook, and they basically want more information. Uh, we've already given, over the years, driver's licenses and other forms of identification for Facebook. So now they're apparently wanting some business information, which I don't know why they would want business information as a ministry. Uh, but you know, we'll have to see how that develops. So I've been telling you guys for a long time, we don't know how long this, uh, the Facebook account, uh, where I do a lot of live streaming will be available. So please make sure you always go to my website, toddcoconato.com slash find me. And, uh, you'll be able to find me there and we will always keep that updated. Uh, so if there is uh, something that happens where I'm removed from Facebook, uh, hopefully, uh, you know, you'll find me there and we'll continue to stay in touch. Uh, we had a big win out in California. Um, Gavin Newsom is actually going to have to pay Liberty Council back over a million dollars in legal fees. Uh, this is after uh, the courts have now ruled in favor uh, of California churches and saying that California churches have every right to meet. Uh, this has been an ongoing battle, folks, literally for the last year as we've walked through this quote-unquote pandemic uh, where the uh, very, very egregious um, local ordinances and state ordinances where governors like Gavin Newsom and others, Whitmer, Cuomo, some of the worst offenders out there, have uh, told American citizens that they can't meet and assemble with their congregations and their churches. And in fact, they find a lot of these pastors, we've been active in this fight uh, at the Religious Liberty Coalition, and uh, we consider this a big win. Uh, like I've said from the beginning, and I speak to a lot of pastors around the country, uh, you know, we say we believe the Constitution is on our side. Uh, we believe that uh, any time that we would uh, challenge any of these egregious local ordinances or emergency uh, ordinances that these local tyrants have put into place, that we believe that in the Supreme Court, it would fail. And that's because it goes against the First Amendment, the right to assemble, and freedom of religion, by the way. And it also goes against the Bible. And that's why, you know, when I first started talking about it a long time ago, many pastors and people were even getting mad at me saying, how could you say that we still need to meet in the midst of this pandemic? They were mad at me. Um, you know, I think time has shown that we were on the right side here. Uh, I, I don't think it's ever good to close down the churches. It, it was very, very... Uh, concerning to me when the church is closed originally, um, you know, I think everybody, you know, maybe a few churches stayed open. Some of you have written me about some of the churches that stayed open the entire time, and I commend those pastors and leaders. But there was a period of time where I think everybody did close, and um, and then you know, it was only a couple of weeks, and then and then a lot of churches started meeting again, but many didn't. Many, many, many didn't. And uh, I even hear stories and reports where people are telling me that their church is still not meeting even now. Well, I don't think there's any reason why anybody who calls themselves a pastor or minister of the gospel should not be meeting now. That is so upsetting and so sad. And, uh, you know, we know that our friends in the north and in ca uh, Canada are dealing with this on even a more extensive level than we did here in the United States and we're still dealing with here in the United States. But, uh, but I do want to say we did have a big win yesterday for Liberty, and uh, it's kind of a, a great thing that uh, Governor Newsom is going to have to pay over a million dollars to Liberty Council uh, for their uh, fight for pastors like Cheon and others. So a big win, but we're not out of the woods. We need to continue fighting. Uh, churches are critical infrastructure. Churches are essential because it's essential that the people of God meet. We assemble. That's why it says, do not forsake the assembling together of the brethren. It should be a no-brainer. The other thing that I've mentioned throughout this entire pandemic is, is that people should lay hands on the sick, because that's what the Bible says to do, and pray in the name of Jesus and by the power and authority of the Holy Spirit that people are healed. So if we have sick among us, that's what the Bible tells us to do. It says to pray and lay hands on the sick and by the stripes of Jesus and the blood of Jesus and the cross of Calvary, that they shall be healed by the power of the Holy Spirit. That's what the Word of God says, and I believe it, friends, and I'm going to continue to stand by that. So uh, anyway, big win. Thank you. Uh, if your church is not open still, I would highly encourage you to really think about um, 
why you still go there. And I, 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 I don't sit here and bash churches. I don't bash pastors, but I got to tell you, if they're still closed, how are they going to be able to stand and withstand when things get even more tough, friends? Because they are going to get more tough at some point. And uh, we need pastors in, in America and Canada and Australia and UK and Italy and every, every country around the world to stand. Think of our brethren in China that have had to endure tremendous persecution. Much of the church there, that's the real remnant church, is underground. But these people continue to stand and the church in China is growing at leaps and bounds. So um, anyways, I I'm, I'm also want to just mention this because I think it's important. It's very rare, and I want you to know I uh, have tremendous respect for Billy Graham Evangelical Association, uh, BGEA. I know some of the higher-ups there. We've been in communication for years. I, I have a lot of respect for Franklin Graham. Of course, I had a lot of respect, respect for Billy Graham, so I want to say that. I'm not here to come against them. But I will tell you, any pastor, anywhere, that is telling their congregation that they should take the vaccine, that is a personal decision, ladies and gentlemen. It is not something that should be coming from pastors and leaders in the Christian community because we don't know what's gonna happen with this vaccine. We don't know the future, we don't know the ramifications, we don't know the health ramifications in, in many, um, doctor's opinions and what they're saying is is that it's a experimental vaccine so that's a personal choice and i don't think that pastors or religious leaders christian leaders should be out there in any way shape or form uh telling people that they should be taking the vaccine i think that is an abuse of our uh, pastoral authority it's in fact if anything i think we should be giving a warning i think we should be giving a warning and saying you know you need to be praying about this and asking the Holy Spirit. Uh, because I personally feel a lot of checks in my spirit with regard to the vaccine. I, I'm concerned about it. Now people say, well, Pastor Todd, I already got it. You know what? If you got it, you just uh, you, you, you pray the blood of Jesus over your life and your health. You know, if a loved one, a son, a daughter, a family member has gotten it, you pray the blood of Jesus over them. Um, that's all we can do. There's also actually drugs that you can take that uh, detox your body. Look into that. Uh, you can detox your body and, um, and, and get some of those harmful chemicals out. But here's the thing, and, and a lot of people are, are you know, vegan or, um, you know, pescatarian or, uh, you know, what's the other word? <laughs> There's so many of them out there that I can't keep up. But, uh, you know, a lot of people eat, eat organic food and they pay more money to eat organic food. The same people that are doing that so that they don't have the uh, pesticides and the harmful chemicals from non-organic foods are taking the vaccine. It doesn't make much sense. doesn't make much sense. So just think you got you to gotta be led by the Holy Spirit. You got to think through these things, critical thinking, do your own research. Please, please, please do your own research. And I know that here, here's something. So... You know, the mainstream corporate media, they like to paint me as like some fringe guy. Even though I've gone to Bible school, I've been a pastor for over 20 years. I have a lot of credible uh, references, people that have mentored me that are very high profile people in the Christian community. So, you know, for, for somebody to try to make the case that Pastor Todd Coconato is a fringe person, that's ridiculous. And uh, it's fake news. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of people out there, and we're going to talk about this in a minute, that are online that don't have the resume credibility uh, references that I do and that are saying a lot of different things. But with m me in particular, and I'm not saying this in a prideful way, but I'm accountable. There's a history. Um, you know, I have the Bible schooling. I'm not just a fringe guy, ladies and gentlemen. And, and I say that because when I say these things, I say them with respect. I, I do my research. And then I leave some of the things up to you. I'm not, I'm not forcing you not to get the vaccine. I'm just saying be wise, be smart, be led by the Holy Spirit again. So, uh, you know, there, let, let me talk about this. And, and a lot of people are saying, what do you think about Franklin Graham? And, and, and they're concerned. Well, you know, I think he's a legitimate man of God. I'm not going to just turn on him overnight here. 
Uh, but I am concerned with some of the things that I'm saying. And, and, and so, you know, with these people that try to say, oh, you're a fringe pastor, you're a MAGA pastor, you're blah, 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 this and that. Uh, here, here's the funny thing about this. So if I just blindly follow President Trump, and I've always said, you can even read my book, which is online. Uh, you know, my book is available. You can read exactly what I said in my book. But I said, uh, it was called The Great Reprieve. And, and I said, uh, you know, I don't blindly follow President Trump. I make my own decisions. I agreed with most of the things that President Trump said. You know, maybe he didn't use the filter that I would have used, but I wasn't concerned about that because I felt that he, um, you know, he was standing for truth. He was exposing a lot of things. He was far better than the left and their platform and all the anti-God things that we're seeing, anti-Israel. Look what they're doing with Israel. I mean, you know, it was so clear as day for me uh, to support President Trump. And people try to say that that's like crazy crazy that a pastor would support president trump it's so ridiculous i know you remnant warriors get it though and you understand why we support president trump versus this other very uh very scary agenda and ideology of the left of the of the modern day left it's very scary uh it, it's very similar to communism uh many of the things that they're trying to push take away our rights our freedoms our religious liberty and freedom just common sense, right? And so we try to wake people up. Um, but, but here's where I break ranks with President Trump. And this is probably one of the few times that I do, but this will just show you that I'm a free thinker, that I'm not just gonna blindly follow anybody, including President Trump. And with the vaccines, I've explained what I think the theory is. I think the theory is, is, is that I think he knew that the pandemic would not end because they would continue to push it on and try to push the Great Reset through. And I think President Trump was very savvy and knew their agenda. And so what he did was he said, look, there's too many people out there that think the pandemic will not end until there's a vaccine. So therefore, I'm gonna rush the vaccine to get it out there so we can end the pandemic before there's catastrophic, uh, unrepairable damage to our economy and our nation. Because I think that's what the plan was was to keep us locked down for a far more longer time to where people would eventually only be able to live by government handouts and universal basic income. And that would be their segue into resetting the economy into this great reset, which Klaus Schwab wrote about, who is the head of the World Economic Forum. So that's my theory. And I think that's why President Trump did it. I think he knew that it was the only way to reopen the economy that many people would not accept the other, I mean, look what happened when he tried to come out and talk about hydroxychloroquine. People literally went crazy. Remember the mainstream media, they were saying he was talking about bleach and all kinds of ridiculous things as they always do with their hit pieces. Uh, but, but I will say this, is, is that people that think I blindly follow President Trump, well, here I am saying, no, I don't agree on this particular subject. If he indeed believes that every American should be vaccinated, I don't believe that. In fact, I think that we have immune systems that are God-given. Uh, I think many people that have already cycled COVID through their system should have immunity. Uh, and, and in that case, why would there be a need for a vaccine? And, uh, and we've talked about the vaccine too, where, you know, this particular vaccine is a different type of vaccine. Uh, it's an, it's an RNA, which is altering. It's kind of like uh, life hacking, they call it, where it hacks the very cells of our body, and, and to me, I don't think man should try to be playing God. In fact, it reminds me, to be quite honest with you, in the Bible, where uh, before the flood, people were trying to, uh, you know, splice, you know, different, I mean, I don't know if you remember like pre-flood, but they had to get rid of the abominations from the earth because there was uh, giants that, you know, had had, had come from uh, from angelic beings and, you know, sleeping with, with you know, humans and, you know, causing giants and all these different irregularities that should not, that were not God's intended plan for mankind. And I believe there could have been splicing and different types of gene editing and things that are now happening again today, because the Bible says in the end times, it will be like the days of Noah. And what was it like in the days of Noah? It was very wicked. The people were wicked. They turned from God. Only Noah and his family were really found righteous before the Lord. Uh, the most of the people on the earth were wicked. And so, it, 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 you know, we're seeing a, a wickedness like we've never seen. That's why many of us are so concerned is we're looking at the, at the wickedness and, uh, 
you know, it's like, wow, it's, it's at a level. I mean, the spirit of Antichrist is like very pervasive in our world right now. We're seeing that just to stand for righteousness, stand for the word of God, you're called a hater. You know, you're called uh, all these names. People want to shut you down. They want to silence you. They don't want to censor you. And it's quite the battle. So anyways, uh, I do think that that's kind of what we're seeing here. And I think they're going to continue to try, uh, look into uh, transhumanism, look into transhumanism and, uh, and where they're going to try to, you know, connect man, you know, and, and, and humankind with, with uh, machines and technology and connect to our brains and uh, maybe even control our thoughts at some level. I mean, this is pretty deep stuff. And most people, who's talking about this? Who talks? What pastor? Do you know any pastor? I mean, I just want to know, guys, because you guys are so awesome. And I love you and I appreciate you. And you're such a big encouragement to me. I just have this question. Do you know any pastors out there that are talking about transhumanism? Because transhumanism is coming very fast. And I, I have my ear to the ground and I listen to what they talk about in these different meetings and, you know, Davos and different things and, and the people from the Davos group and Klaus Schwab and uh, people like Elon Musk and people like that. Uh, you know, I listen to what they're saying and I listen to what they're preparing us for. And they, they are seeing a, a future, what they would consider to be a utopia, you know, this, this, this totally different type of society where humans... They make super soldiers, by the way, in China that just look it up, super soldiers, it's already happening. And so they want to splice humans with technology. And, uh, and this is pretty crazy stuff. It's called transhumanism. And that's anti-God. And, and they want to change, you know, the way that the Lord has made us. You know, they think this is the next step of evolution is what they think. The next step of evolution and of course, because they don't believe in intelligent design, and so they have—they don't believe that humans have souls, guys. Well, what a, what a lie from the pit of hell! Honestly, most of this life—the biggest thing about it, the most important thing—is how we live it, because we're always living in view of eternity, and we want to make sure we spend our eternity with Jesus Christ. We want to rule and reign with Him. We don't want to go to Lake of Fire, the pit of—you know—to hell, bottomless pit. Uh, you know, that's where the devil is going to be going, right? Bottomless pit, lake of fire, you know, the pit of hell. So anyways, uh, you know, something you got to think about, something you got to think about is all this stuff. Now, here's the, here's the, here's the other thing that I want to talk about. Uh, and this is really concerning. I actually woke up in the middle of the night uh, about this. So I, I pray you guys hear me out here. And we'll talk more about some of those other subjects that I just talked about. Uh, but I think you guys know me by now, at least a lot of you do. And you know that I, I, I'm very... Uh, you have a lot of conviction in my heart. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm accountable. And, um, you know, we, we don't, listen, we don't make a lot of money doing the things that we do. We just make enough to where we can survive. There's a lot of people out there in the Christian world. I hate to say this, but I'm going to talk about it today that are really, really kind of cashing in on a lot of this stuff. And not necessarily pastors, but just a lot of opportunists, ladies and gentlemen. And um, I'll tell you, you know, a lot of people want me to have guests on the show. You know, have this one, have that one. Here's the problem is when I have certain guests and then I find out things about some of these people and it's like, I kind of like put my stamp of approval almost, you know, even though I don't do that necessarily, just by having them on my show, I'm kind of saying like, hey, follow this guy or I approve of this woman or whatever. And what I find out sometimes is I find out things after about some of the people that are a little egregious to me, like some of their money making and stuff, you know, and I'm just a little bit concerned. I'm not saying anybody in particular, like recently that I've had that I would say like is a major problem, but I just, um, I tell you, I woke up in the middle of the night last night and I started thinking about this and it's like, you know, guys, you are so precious. I mean, you know, when I say the remnant warriors, what I mean is the precious men and women of God that are in this together with us, you know, I mean, you're, you're precious. You're, you're so incredibly important to us. And, you know, when I hear about like somebody throwing a Christian event and making like all this money on the backs of the saints, I think, oh my goodness, oh boy, you know, that's not what I want to see at all. What we're seeking, uh, you know, and I have a friend, Kent Christmas and Candy Christmas, they're, they're remnant people, okay? Uh, we're going to be doing an event on the 4th of July. There's going to be more information that's going to be coming up. That, that I can say wholeheartedly, I 100% agree with, because I know their heart, and we're all remnant people. There's going to be some other remnant people involved, and I know they're not in it for the money, and I know they're not in it for the fame, and I know they're not in it for all these other things, okay? 
And what we talked about is we talked about, um, you know, having time at the altar, praying over people, you know, having time before the Lord where we don't quench the Holy Spirit. We feel like a lot of these events quench the Holy Spirit because people come so expectant and then, you know, it's like, yeah, you know, God maybe moves a little bit, but there could have been so much more that happened. But what happens is the Holy Spirit's quenched because we don't really let the Holy Spirit move. We don't, we don't, you know, give that time to be on our faces before the Lord, crying out for our nation where we need so much help. I mean, God is the only hope for America, friends. You know, like, I mean, listen, we've been reporting on a lot of different things and there's a lot of hope and there's a lot of things going on. But I'll tell you this, the only hope for America in our future is the Lord. And if the Lord intervenes, if the Lord doesn't intervene, you know, then we're going to be going into a very awful time. Now, I believe God will continue to protect us and we'll stay in touch somehow. And we're going to find ways around these things. And, you know, we're going to keep pressing ahead in Jesus because the Lord says he will never leave us. He'll never forsake us and that he's with us even to the end of the age. You understand what I'm saying? But the, the problem with these, uh, a lot of these events, and I'm just speaking my heart today, and I'm not coming against anybody, and I'm not trying to call out all these people, don't get me wrong. But here's the thing, I've been involved in the inner circle of the Christian world for many years now, and I've seen a lot of things that grieve me. I'm just going to be honest, okay, because I feel like this is a season of honesty. I see a lot of things that grieve me, friends. A lot of these people do live kind of high on the hog. Um, a lot of these people do take advantage of the saints and, uh, and because we're kind people and we want so bad to see God move and then somebody steps forward and they're, you know, enthusiastic and, you know, it's like, yeah, like, yeah, that person sounds like they're saying good stuff. Right. And then you find out like they're making all this money and you just think, man, like, that's not what this is about at all. This is about saving our country. This is about saving our country. This is about standing for righteousness. You know, and, and Kent and I were talking about this and we were like, you know, uh, the remnant, the real remnant people are not wealthy. I'll tell you that, you know, we just, we just get by, you know, but by God's grace, he gives us manna and we get by, but there's a lot of non remnant people guys that are making a lot of money out there. And, uh, you know, I don't think anybody should be living high on the hog like that. Okay. I think we need to be understanding that this is God's money, God's resources, my goodness, you know? And, um, and so all I can tell you is this, just be, be cautious, be careful, ask the Holy Spirit, is this person a seasoned believer? There's a lot of um, mixing between Christianity and um, New Age. A lot of people are talking about like energies and, you know, weird mixing of like New Age stuff. We got to be careful with that, saints. That is not of the Lord. Okay, it's not of the Lord. We need to make sure that we're doctrinally sound and that we're getting fed from doctrinally sound people that know the word of the, of the Lord, that are careful, that are prayerful. And, uh, and so anyway, I woke up in the middle of the night and I was really thinking about this. And I was thinking about the show. And, you know, we want to do the daily show. I think a lot of people are, you know, writing me and saying thank you for the daily show and you know, we're learning a lot and, you know, you're exposing a lot. And of course we're dealing with massive censorship and you know, all this crazy stuff. People writing about me in the mainstream news, you know, it's kind of crazy all this stuff that comes along with this that I don't share with you. Um, and it's fine. You know, we're, we're good with that, you know, because we stand on the word and we stand on, on the Lord. And so, you know, they can try to paint a bunch of different things, but we, we're very, uh, consecrated and careful. But, but anyway, I just, I just want to give you that warning. And um, I give you that warning because I think there's a lot of people taking advantage of the saints. And uh, I think there's a lot of people that are looking for like money opportunity. They're like, they're like opportunists, guys. They're like opportunists. They come in, they have all these events. And, and then it's like all of a sudden you find out they're making like millions of dollars. Like, okay, well, if you're making millions of dollars, then you better be putting it back towards the body of Christ. You know what I'm saying? Because... You better be putting it back towards the body of Christ. Because if you're not, I feel like the Lord is not going to allow that for too long. You go up real fast and you come down real fast. In the Lord, you want a steady, steady growth. You know, you stay the same. God, God will lift you up. If he wants to humble yourself the sight of the Lord, he will lift you up. He'll lift you up in due time. He'll lift, lift you up in due season. But this is nameless and faceless. This has never been 
about a ministry name or a person, okay? And our nation is not gonna be fixed by a person other than Jesus Christ, the King of Kings. He's not gonna be fixed by one pastor, by one person. Maybe there's gonna be some people that are out there to stand for righteousness and you'll know their name, that's fine. But it should never be about, they should never be like, look at me, watch me, look what I'm doing. I'm gonna bring revival. That's a real key word for me when somebody says, I'm gonna, the Lord told me to bring revival. Okay, well you can have a heart for revival and you can be an instrument of revival, but who brings revival? The Lord, the Holy Spirit brings revival. And that goes back to us, you know, being before the Lord, you know, consecrated, you know, be ye holy for I'm holy. That's what God wants, right? That's what he wants. So again, I'm not against people living well in the Christian community. Like, I'm not saying you got to be poor. In fact, I, I preach against a poverty spirit, poverty mentality. I'm not saying that. I'm saying I think there's a, there's a, there's a fine line between being blessed and being blessed by the things of this world that are not of the Lord. Does that make sense? So you can be blessed by God. He takes care of your needs according to his riches and glory. You know, he says in the word that, you know, he takes care of the birds of the air and the fish of the sea. How much more we take care of you? He's going to take care of us. So we can, we can live well. We can be healthy and prosperous uh, by the favor and the blessing of the Lord. But there's also a, a, you know, it looks like blessing, looks like blessing, but it's actually the enemy. And it's where these churches are being, you know, used as these like vac vaccine centers and the government will give you like a grant for that or something, you know, like, hey, all you got to do, hey, you've been closed six months, but if you open the church for a, as a vaccine distribution center, we'll, we'll give you favor in the community and maybe even some, you know, some incentive financially. No, 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 no. That's called compromise. That's called compromise. And, and, and I really believe there's going to be, look, there, remnant people like me and you, we're going to get warfare. We're going to spiritual warfare. We're going to get attacks, but we're going to continue to thrive in that. And we're going to continue to move forward. And you're going to see a steady, you know, a steady, look, they'll accuse us. They'll try to say things, but it, those are accusations. They'll fall by the wayside, but you know, you're going to continue to see steady people. And then there's going to be people that shoot up. And it's like all of a sudden their name is everywhere and it's like, who is this person? And they're out there saying all these things. I'm meant to bring revival and all this stuff. No, 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 no. They should be pointing back to the Holy Spirit. They should be pointing back to the Lord of heaven and earth. And a lot of that is not even that they're necessarily a bad person. It's just that they haven't been mentored and they haven't, they haven't been raised up or mentored. And so, um, so you know, it, it's a lot to navigate through. And I'm, I'm really sorry that we have to do this and we have to navigate through, but my advice, if I can give any, is just use caution in who you're listening to. Because there's a lot of people out there saying a lot of stuff. And unfortunately, there's a lot of people um, that are saying things that are, they're mixing Christianity with other, it's like a mixing, you know, with, with Christianity and, um, and, and, and new age and stuff like that. So be wise, be careful. And make sure that you're you're just praying like, Lord, can I really be listening to this person on a regular basis to feed me? Is this somebody who, you know, and I hate to say that, but the Bible says test the spirits and you know them by their fruit. And uh, again, there's people that are just popping up out of nowhere and all of a sudden they got these huge followings and a lot of people are following them and I just get concerned. I don't want to see people deceived or, you know, so I hope I make sense on that. I'm sorry I have to talk about it for so long, but I will tell you, I woke up last night and it was really egregious in my spirit. I was grieved and I, I said, you know, Lord, if you don't want me to have any guests on my show, I don't need to. I think it's fine to have guests. I think we just need to be cautious. And again, just because somebody's a guest, I can't control what they're gonna do before and after being on my show. You know, sometimes I find things out later and I'm like, oh my gosh, I didn't know that. You know, we try to do our best, but again, we're trying to get information out there. You know, we're in a very big battle. Um, so thank you for your mercy. And again, I'm not, I'm not particularly calling for any, any individual. I'm not coming against anybody. I'm just saying we just need to be wise in general, if that makes sense. Because I do see a lot of people out there in this movement that are saying a lot of different things. And, uh, and so thank you. Uh, and, and I always tell people, pray for discernment about me. Ask the Holy Spirit. Listen, I'm willing to go through that, that test. Ask the Holy Spirit, can I trust Pastor Todd Coconado? Is he somebody I can trust? Is he authentic? Is he real? 
please ask that. And if the Holy Spirit tells you otherwise, then go by what he says. We're not here to tickle ears though. We're not here to tickle ears and I'm not here to be popular and I'm not here to have like a big ministry and all that stuff. I'm here to tell you the truth. I'm here to be, you know, we talk about the remnant. That's what it is. It's the remnant. <laughs> a lot of people are saying no guests. <laughs> Maybe we won't have guests. <laughs> Isn't that sad that that's the state of where we are right now? Well, I pray that, you know, we'll have to pray about these things, but, but thank you for understanding that. And, uh, you know, back to the thing with Franklin Graham, I think he's a good man. I'm, I'm, you know, he's an elder as far as I'm concerned. It's not like somebody that, uh, you know, I want to speak against or say, he's, you know, I don't trust him per se, but on this issue of vaccines and again, with president Trump, it's the same thing. Love president Trump, but, uh, I'm not going to change, uh, what the Lord has put on my heart with regard to the vaccines and being cautious and careful. So, okay. <laughs> Let's uh, shift gears here real quick before I go. Um, we are still working on the remnant list. I know a lot of people have been asking me. This is a challenge, and I'll tell you why it's a challenge with the remnant list, because it's really going to be based on, on what you say. If you, if you guys, the remnant warriors, are saying this church is a remnant church, I can't possibly check every church and listen to every live stream. You know, there's no way. So if you say, hey, this is a remnant church, I'm believing you. And then if we find out later that it's not, we'll take it off. But, uh, you know, we're going to continue to build that list. I have to do some traveling this weekend. I'm going to be up in, um, like, Wisconsin and Chicago area. And so, um, you know, we're going to have to put the remnant list on, on hold until about next week. We'll start putting some more up there. Uh, but, we you know, we do the daily podcast. Uh, like I said, we're having the July 6th, or July, I'm sorry, July 4th. July 4th event is going to be in Nashville. We'll tell you more about that very soon. I'm just waiting on more information that I'm allowed to release because I'm not the person putting it together, but I'm a part of it. Very excited about it, though. Uh, I will still be going down to um, uh, the event at Rodney Howard Brown's church. I, I, I want to meet uh, you guys down there if you're going to be there. I don't think I'm going to speak. Uh, I may say a few words, but I will be at the altar praying for people, and I will be uh, you know, getting people saved and delivered at the altar there. So uh, that's my mission uh, on that particular uh, thing with with the the thing with Clay and all those guys down there. Is that that's what I'll be doing on um, that event, unless things change. Um, I'm also in talks right now to possibly do a Sunday service again. Uh, I think that'll be a blessing. We don't want to take on too much. We're pretty busy right now, uh, but I do think that that's something that we're going to be doing very soon is a Sunday service. That's exciting, right? Um, what else? Uh, the, the, the stuff that's going on with the uh, Arizona audit is continuing. It's on pause right now. Um, it's on pause right now, but they're going to be meeting back. There has been uh, irregularities that people are telling me that they found. Uh, so continue to pray for what's happening in Wisconsin, where they're just now starting um, uh, you know, to look into the elections there. Uh, you know, uh, what happened in Arizona as that continues on, there's been a lot of fighting from the, um, almost said the Obama administration. It's pretty much the Obama administration from the Biden administration. I was called the quote unquote administration. Um, so, uh, you know, they're going to, they're, they're trying to push back against this whole thing in Arizona. We're praying it's a domino effect. We're praying that people see what happened in 2020. I wrote a big article about it yesterday on rmntnews.com how we respond. If you haven't read that, I also talked about in the podcast yesterday, how we respond and how we can't just let our house get robbed and not do an investigation into it. Uh, a lot of people would like to just move forward, go to 2022, 2024, but uh, we still believe there was uh, at least some things that took place. And I, uh, even when I spoke to Newsweek and they asked me for comments, I said, you know, and I just told them the things that I can absolutely 100% prove. And one of them is, is that the state legislator did not approve the changes to the election law in these states. So from a constitutional standpoint, from a legal standpoint, take all the fraud out, all the ballot harvesting out, all the mail-in stuff out, all the irregularities with the machines out, everything, the dead people voting, all that stuff out. And just think about just the fact that the state legislator, who is the governing body in each state when it comes to election law, did not mandate or uh, rule in, in, you know, in other words, change the law in order for these things to happen. So what happened was unconstitutional. And just by that factor alone, the Supreme Court should nullify the results and have, you know, a revote in these states because it was literally, you know, not uh, sanctioned by their state law. 
or by constitutional law based upon the Constitution. So that's why we're fighting, ladies and gentlemen. I know they're trying to make it out like we're some fringe, crazy conspiracy theorists, and a lot of people buy into that nonsense. But we're very logical, very well-read people that make total sense if you just listen to us. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So we have to just stay focused here, and, um, and that's what we're doing. And we're praying, and we're, and we're uh, interceding for our country, and we're, we're concerned about you know, what we've seen uh, happening under the Biden regime. I call it the Biden regime. You know, the, the way that they've moved us. I mean, look at the world, a hundred and some days. Look what's happening in Israel. I just talked to a friend in Israel and they were just giving me an update out there. I mean, do you understand what these people are dealing with? And the Democrats are trying to somehow blame Israel, you know, and it's like, you know, and I'm not like saying everything Israel does is, you know, hundred percent kosher. I'm not saying I a hundred percent, but, but we know what the Bible says. And we know that this is a battle, this is an epicenter, and this is a spiritual thing. And so we have to pray for Israel, we have to pray for the people of Israel, the Jewish people, we have to pray for the state of Israel. And of course, I don't wanna see anybody die, I don't wanna see Palestinians die, I'm praying for the Palestinians too. But this is a spiritual battle also, because the battle is not against flesh and blood, but against strongholds and principalities. And, I, and I'm concerned to see that the church, there's something called the BDS movement, and the church has bought into this. This BDS movement. I wrote a big article on this about a week or so ago. And why we should stand with Israel and all the different things that are happening here from a spiritual standpoint. But I'm seeing Democrats and the Democrat Party, they're going farther and farther left. And they're and they're, you know, you gotta remember the Obama administration gave billions of dollars. You know, a lot of that money was used to buy and purchase these weapons of war that are now attacking Israel. Very, very upsetting. And God blesses those who stand with the covenant. Those that bless Israel are blessed. Those that curse Israel are cursed. The word of God says that. And I know there's people out there talking about Zionism and the Rothschilds and all the different things. And I told, trust me, I get all that stuff. I've done a lot of research. I understand what they're talking about. I'm not saying you just blindly follow a government. Obviously, Israel does some very egregious things. They're very open to their acceptance of sin and lifestyles of sin, anti-family. You know, we've seen a lot of horrible things from Israel. I mean, the fact that they're mandating the vaccine. So I don't always agree with the Israeli government or the state of Israel or Netanyahu. But what we know is the principle of the word of God. And I laid it out very extensively in an article and in a post of why believers are meant to stand with Israel because of the covenant that God has. So... If you have any questions about that, I would love to share it with you. And I'm concerned to see Christian leaders, again, moving away from Israel, moving away from their support of Israel, uh, you know, really uh, kind of, it's like a total paradigm shift. And it's, it's very concerning. So we, we need to stay grounded in the word of God. This is the challenge, friends, because in the seeker-friendlyism that's happened over the last many years with the megachurch culture, and not all megachurches are bad. There's some great megachurches out there. But many of them, and, and some of the smaller churches, unfortunately, what's happened is they've embraced a seeker-friendlyism doctrine that they, you know, the, 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 they're not equipping the saints correctly with the full teaching of the Word of God. And so we have to get back to the core, you know, the Word of God. The Bible says, study yourself to be approved before man. We have to study the Word of God. We gotta know what it says. We need to be doctrinally sound. That's what we can agree on as the Christian community and we stand by the word of God and we know what the word of God says and then we're equipped to be able to take on all these challenges. Listen, we're walking through a minefield every day, but when you know the word of God, you're equipped to be able to handle it. It's not too much, it's not overwhelming, anxiety is not gonna win because you know how to cast down the spirits that attack you, whether it's anxiety or depression or oppression or fear that try to come on you. Those are spiritual things. And unfortunately, the body of Christ, again, I'm not here to you know, say all the wrongs in the body of Christ, but we have to talk about these things. Many pastors do not know deliverance. They don't even believe in deliverance. Our nation needs to be delivered. <laughs> America needs to be delivered. We need to be delivered, set free, healed. We need a true awakening. A true move of God. It's the only way. It's our only hope. And so if you don't even know these things or talk about these things or you're not addressing all these different biblical issues and people try to say, well, Pastor Todd Coconato, he's political. But wait a minute. Th th this has been hijacked. Spiritual issues have been hijacked and they're calling them political. They're not political. When you talk about standing for life and, and, and the protection of the innocent, that's not political. 
That's biblical. When you talk about Israel, that's biblical. When you talk about the family, you know, marriage between a man and a woman and, and, and just the common sense of what the word of God says, that's not Pastor Todd saying that. I don't, that's not me. I'm, I'm talking about something that's been a uh, literal core doctrine of, of Christianity. It's just core doctrine of Christianity. So what they're trying to do is say that core Christian doctrine that has nothing to do with Pastor Todd. I didn't write it. I'm just a messenger. But even if you talk about it now, they try to say that you're crazy or you're a conspiracy or you're uh, hateful to hate or all this stuff. No, this is core Christian doctrine. And, and, and they're trying to call good evil and evil good. And they're trying to shame people like myself that are willing to stand for the Bible. No, I'm always going to stand for the Bible. I'm always going to stand for the Bible. So the other part is, is that you, we have to find peace in our soul. You know, people say, how do you deal with all the different things that you're dealing with? Well, first of all, it's only by the grace of God. And, and you know, when I, when, as much as we're involved in this battle and it's very intense and there's, you know, persecution involved and people try to do all kinds of things, you know, because we're standing, you know, we do have a peace that passes understanding that's found in a relationship with the Holy Spirit. We have to feed our soul, feed our soul every day, feed your soul. What does that mean, Pastor Todd? Spend time in prayer. Spend time fasting. Spend time in the Word. Spend time in worship. And you're going to feed your soul. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We need to feed our soul, friends. It's the only way we're going to get through this. God is good. He's faithful. He is with us. When you stay in the peace that passes understanding, only found from the Holy Spirit, joy unspeakable. Don't let people distract you from your walk. Don't let people distract you from your calling, from your mission. Inquire of God. Become best friends with the Holy Spirit of God. It's a two-way conversation. It's not like a Santa wish list. God, please let this happen. Please let that happen. Please let this. It's all good to ask the Lord for things, but it's a two-way conversation. He's saying, Todd, you did this wrong. You shouldn't be doing this. He, he sends conviction you know, where I have to be accountable and conviction. And it, sometimes it comes on me. I don't know if it ever happens to you, but it's just like the Lord's like, yeah, you're wrong there, buddy. You're off. Get right. And, and he gets me back in alignment with the Holy Spirit because the flesh, we have to die to the flesh daily. Die to the anger. Die to the fear. You know, there's so much fear in the world. There's so much fear. Fear in the world with this pandemic, this quote unquote pandemic. Look at all the people that are in just utter fear. Stop. What place does fear have with love? Perfect love casts out fear. If you're walking around fearful, you're not filling yourself with the Holy Spirit. You got to fight to stay on fire. You shouldn't be dealing, if you're dealing with fear, anxiety, depression, oppression, these, these, these are signs that you're not spending enough time in the Spirit. You got to get with God, guys. You got to get with God. You know, people ask, well, exactly what does that look like? Well, I can't tell you. Yeah, I don't know your situation. Look, I'm in a car. Why am I in a car? I'm actually in a truck. Why am I in a truck? I go in a truck. What? You want to know why I do this? Because I'm alone. There's no one else here other than us. <laughs> and sometimes I need to get alone because, there, you know, if I'm in an office setting or at my desk or there's people that are talking to me, the phone's ringing, people are hitting me up on the computer. You know, you want to know why I do this? I'm, I'm telling you right now, this is why. Because I get alone with God so I can hear God. And I got to hear God because I need to be, I, I would never have thought about some of the things I talked about today. I would have never thought about warning you about some of these people that could be charlatans out there that are in it for their own. You know, I, I never would have thought about that, but the Holy Spirit woke me up in the middle of the night and he says, warn the saints, warn the saints that there's people that are, that are, that are out there that are not to be trusted. Warn the saints that there's people that are claiming to be my followers that are doing other things that are mixing Christianity <clears throat> with new age, that are, that are not people that should be, um, you know, that we should be following. We can pray for them. We could, we could, you know, be appreciative of the work they're doing, but we need to be careful. This is what the Lord told me in the middle of the night last night. So I'm just being obedient right now. I'm being obedient. I'm delivering that message. I don't know what it means for you. I don't know who you listen to. I don't know who you watch. I don't know, but, but, but test the spirits. You know them by their fruit, okay? And, uh, and Linda keeps saying hello, no guests. Okay, well, 
you know, I can't say we'll never have guests, but I'm definitely going to be putting them through this filter. And uh, again, I don't think anybody's out there that we're like, you know, I need to be like, oh my gosh, we had this person recently and they're dangerous or anything, but I would let you know if that's the case. But I think there's a lot of voices out there, guys. The internet has given a lot of opportunity for people to have a lot of voices. And there's, there's witches that have tried to invade the church. Come on. There's witches. There's, there's evil people, Satanists, people that are masquerading as Christians. There's opportunists in the Christian community that want money, that want fame, that want their ministry to be exalted, their own kingdom, that are using this as an opportunity. So, all right. I appreciate you guys so much. Thank you for hearing my heart today. Uh, continue to pray for all the different things we got going on. There's quite a few. I'll tell you, I'm, I don't sit idle for like one minute. <laughs> Just so you guys know, I'm always out there working and I'm working hard. Uh, we're really, really working hard. Okay. And, uh, you know, if you don't hear from me or you don't see me, just know we're still working and we're working very hard and we're really appreciative if you're able to help us. Uh, we are not one of those. I was very transparent. We're not one of those people that's making a lot of money right now. Um, I did when I was in the corporate world and, uh, and I was an executive. I used to make really good money. Um, but, but that's not the case now, but the Lord takes care of us. Uh, but if you're able to help, we always appreciate that. I appreciate you. I thank you that you're just amazing. And uh, I'll tell you, this is, such a, this is such a sign of the times that we have this remnant group. It's just, it's beautiful. And, and when I think about you, I just think of how precious and special and important that you are. And I don't ever want to um, take advantage of that in any way. That's just, I mean, I just think of how special you guys are. So I am safe. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, looking forward to hopefully seeing some of you guys soon. And uh, we'll continue to give you updates. And uh, by the way, if you ever want me and my family to come to the church where you're at, you know, if you're a pastor or you have a ministry, invite us. Uh, we'd love to come and visit and give a word. And that's what I do. I'm, you know, I'm out there doing that. So, uh, you know, just, just continue to pray for safety, protection, wisdom, favor, uh, you know, provision, uh, breakthrough, pray for our nation, pray that this election, everything that happened gets exposed. You know, pray the courts would hear some of these cases. Pray for all the people involved. Pray for the people's lives that are putting their lives on the line. Uh, pray for those that are standing for truth out there. Pray for Israel. Uh, pray for our nation, for the children. There's so many children that are in child sex, you know, trafficking right now. We need to be praying for them. I mean, there's a lot to pray for, you know. There's a lot. I got a big list of, like, so many prayer requests. So, all right, guys. Love you. We'll talk to you soon. God bless. Hey everybody, Pastor Todd here. Listen, one of the biggest grievances that I have is I hear so many people tell me, Pastor Todd, our pastor doesn't even know our name. Our pastor, there's no way we can get a hold of him or her. And uh, we have no pastoral care. We have no pastoral counseling that's available to us. It just breaks my heart. And I mean that. And so, uh, you know, it's a daunting task to be able to uh, pastor a lot of people. But, you know, a lot of people say, Pastor Todd, you're my pastor. And that means a lot. That means a lot to me. So what we want to do is we're going to take two hours of every day, two hours uh, from the morning time and uh, offer uh, a coaching uh, session uh, that's available to anybody that reaches out to the Todd Coconato show. Uh, and I will do life coaching. Now we do have to pay the bill. So there is a cost, uh, but it's, it's nominal. It's not a lot. And if you have financial troubles, let us know. We might be able to raise the money. Uh, but we want to be able to offer you pastoral counseling and care uh, from a biblical view. Uh, we call it life coaching, and it's available. You can go to toddcoconato.com, toddcoconato.com, and just scroll down a little bit, and you'll see right on there, it, uh, it talks about life coaching session with Pastor Todd. Click that and schedule an appointment. It's that easy, and uh, voila, we'll be talking within a few days of your appointment. So uh, if you have any questions, you can reach out to me, todd.coconato, todd.coconato at rlcus.org. And I look forward to sharing this special time where we can get together and talk about any issues that you may be going through, any challenges that you're facing in life, uh, or just want to grow deeper in your faith. Uh, you know, we can do that as well. And uh, we'd love to discuss that with you. So God bless you. And uh, we'll hope to talk soon. Hey friends, Pastor Todd here, and I have some exciting news. We have a promo code from MyPillow.com that Mike Lindell is allowing us to use here at the Todd Coconato Show, The Remnant, and it's very simple. It's Remnant. That's the, the promo code. You have to do it in lowercase letters, so R-E-M. 
N-A-N-T, all lowercase. Use that as the promo code and you will get 60 to 65% off of your order at MyPillow.com and you'll help us fight for election integrity and push back against the deep state plan to take over our country. So kind of important, kind of important and a way to help us in our fight and uh, help Mr. Lindell and to buy products from MyPillow.com. It's been banned by just about every major retail chain. They took out his product and we're here to step up and be the remnant and fight back and help support this great company, this great cause, and help the remnant uh, here at the Todd Coconato Show. So once again, the promo code is R-E-M-N-A-N-T, all lowercase letters, or R-M-N-T in all capitals. And you can use either of those and you'll get about uh, 65% off or so on your order. All right, friends, God bless you and thank you for being part of the remnant. Hello, my name is Pastor Todd Coconato, and this broadcast is brought to you by Remnant Ministries, and we are fully self-funded. We have been attacked on social media and literally cannot even do any advertisement or get any monetary compensation for anything that we do online. So the only way that we're able to do these broadcasts is by your support. I need your help, guys. We really feel called of God to get this information out. But we can't do it without your listener support. You are crucial. You're a critical part of what God is doing in this ministry. If you are able, please go to www.toddcoconato.com slash give. That's T-O-D-D-C-O-C-O-N-A-T-O dot com slash give. And please help us in this fight that we're in. Thank you so much and may God bless you.